Welcome to Football on the Rocks, where we pour ourselves a glass and help you dominate the fantasy football competition. During the season, we will recap the action for the week, identify targets to stock up on and targets to pour out, discuss our weekly positional rankings, and give you our DraftKings DFS picks of the week. So, Grab your glass, maybe put some rocks in it, and join three fantasy football experts and whiskey enthusiasts every week as we help you salvage your draft, win your league, and fight for the millionaire. Hello and welcome to Football on the Rocks. I'm Joe Niehoff, your host. And for the first time on our DFS DraftKings uh, podcast, you have all three of your experts, uh, first time at least in a, in a long time. So you have all three of us here tonight. Hopefully we can give you some great advice, uh, give an idea on a good squad to create uh, this week in DraftKings. Uh, also, for the first time all season... Well, hold on. First, I, I would like to um, say all of the people that beat us last week. What, what would you like to say? And that's the whole list. That's the whole list of all the players that beat us last week. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Bobby. You're that, welcome. Th- nobody. So for the first time ever, we all three took first, second, and third uh, in the league last week. So um, that just means you guys didn't trust us with our advice. That's that's really uh, that's really what what it must mean. Uh, so anyway, good week by us. John is the winner this week of the overall uh, overall winner. So two firsts, number one, uh, first time we took first, second, and third. And number two, uh, first time we actually won the week and didn't give out, well, didn't give out, at least somebody did not earn a new uh, chance at getting a bottle of whiskey. Um, So good things to know, good things to to be ready for. Now, as we get into uh, this week and uh, what things look like and what to expect, I'm going to give it to the champ from last week. John, why don't you tell us your favorite stack? Yeah, I think one game I'm targeting for a stack. I think there are kind of three, four games that will be big scoring. I think of the games that will be high scoring, I think the one that will have, I think will have the least amount of utilization is the Vikings Chargers. In that, I think there's a couple ways you could build your team either with uh, Herbert, kind of Williams, and then kind of Cooker Parm stack, or I like the uh, Cousins, Thielen, Conklin stack. Just because I think the Vikings will be kind of down playing from behind and having to throw the ball a lot. And I think that kind of Conklin has a good shot against the Chargers defense who struggle against tight ends. And I think that um, the Chargers will probably focus more um, trying to stop Jefferson. I think Thielen will get a lot of targets, a lot of kind of short yards and just get a lot of volume. And he's also Kirk's favorite target in the red zone. So I think he um, he's someone who's at decent price at 6,700 and could have a lot of uh, volume and targets in the red zone. Like it, Bobby. You got a stack to like. Favorite stack for you, Bobby. You there? Sounds like his mic just gave out. I'll go into my stack real quick. 
um, and, and if Bobby comes back and we can actually hear him, then uh, we'll let him talking. Uh, so, John, uh, the one thing about your stack that I like is it's a 405 game, so it's one of those afternoon games that you can kind of um, move around a little bit uh, if you need to. Um, so the game I like is also a 4 o'clock game, so 425, and that is Seattle Green Bay. Um, I think that could be a very high-scoring game. The stack that I want to go with is Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I don't like to go too heavy with uh, high-priced players, but I think with the the comebacks that you can make in that game, uh, and similar um, to what you can do in the with like Seattle, you know, again a very stackable game for Seattle as well if you go that route. But I just think you can get some good comeback guys, like I said, in that game. So DK, I like on the comeback. Um, and then obviously I, I do uh, like Devontae or Devontae, uh, the Adams and, uh, and Aaron Rodgers as a solid stack uh, this week. Um, Bobby, are you back? Yeah, so that, that's who I like. Um, like I said, just I think there's a lot of options at Green Bay Seattle game. Bobby, who do you have for your stack? Um, stack I like is Tom Brady coming off of the bye, uh, playing against Wa- at, at Washington. We know that their secondary isn't good. We know that Tom Brady is very good. I'm stacking him with Mike Evans. Um, sounds like Gronk is questionable still. Same thing with Antonio Brown. And um, Godwin just popped up on the injury report. So Evans will more than likely be very busy coming into this week here. Um, and I actually like a, a little bit of a comeback with Terry McLaurin. Uh, McLaurin is a definite, he's a boomer bust kind of a guy. He literally is either getting you like 30 points or he's getting you seven. There's no in between with him. Um, and with, with uh, the way that Tampa Bay's secondary has been, I think this is one of those weeks where McLaurin has a big week and they're going to have to try to keep up with Tampa Bay as best they can. Um, so that's the stack with a little bit of a comeback that I like here. Yeah, I think that's a good – I think that is a good stack, actually. Um, Tom Brady's never a bad option, and he's been in the millionaire team a couple of times this year. So um, definitely something to consider and look at. Uh, let's go into some position-specific here, Bob. Any quarterbacks we haven't maybe already mentioned that you would like to, to see something out of or that you think could have a good week? Yeah, a couple of the ones that you can uh, open up some things with in terms of you know grabbing some other higher price players. Matt Ryan going against Dallas, their secondary has let up a lot of points in terms of DraftKings uh, scoring, and Matt Ryan has shown at least the ability to have some you know top five weeks uh, this season alone. Wentz has been uh, immensely. Consistent over the last five weeks, being in the in the, at least the top ten or top twelve at the position, um, and he's playing at home against Jacksonville. So those are two other guys that, if I'm not going to pay up, those are a couple of guys that I'm going to be targeting. Yeah, one guy I'm going to mention him as a as a. I think it's more of the position. I would love to see them give the reins to uh, Taysom Hill in New Orleans, uh, and he's at 5200. Mm-hmm. If for some reason they do give him the green light and just let him be the quarterback. I w- I think he's that a- I love that as well. Yep. yep. He's a great option. Um, 
cheap opens up some things. On the more expensive side, I think that uh, Josh Allen's going to have a comeback week. Um, you know, pretty poor performance last week against a very beatable Jaguars team. They they obviously not play well at all. Um, but he's somebody that I would absolutely uh, try to target uh, if you just are looking to spend some money on a guy you think could have a good week. Now I have to say it, Joe. I was trying not to say it this week, but the Jets secondary is strangely good. Here you are. Here you are. I have to say it because you said that. Jets secondary is weirdly good. All right, so decent options there, like we said, kind of a quarterback for everybody. Uh, all right, so next one, running backs. John, why don't you uh, start off with a guy you like? Yeah, I think one person I like who – I like a lot of players on this game in Tampa Bay, Washington, is Fournette. Um, okay. He's been kind of on a tear for the last five games. I think it's not the best matchup, but I think especially if, you know, Brown, Godwin, and Gronk all don't play – I think it could be a game where they maybe run more through Fournette and they've shown that they're willing to pass to Fournette. I think the other the other running back I really like who's a good cheap option is um, Durnst, D. Ern, Ernest Johnson. Ernest Johnson. He's the only running back on Cleveland's roster who's not injured or on the COVID list. Nice. So I think you still need yeah. to watch to make sure that Chubb doesn't play on Sunday. I think if he doesn't play, I think he's he'll probably have a really high utilization, but I think at the price you're not taking much of a risk. Right. Yeah. And and I'm right there with you. At forty seven hundred, it's hard to pass on him. Really easy pivot would be, you know, Devin Singletary going against the Jets, same price, 4700 If you need to still – if you don't want to change anything else about your lineup, you can do that. Um, and that's, you know, the worst rushing defense in terms of DK DraftKings scoring. Uh, or if you do save a little bit of money, you can grab uh, Javonta Williams uh, for Denver, who is going up against Philly. He's a uh, 5000 for the week. Yeah, and he was one of three running backs who had over 100 rushing yards. So I think if they if they kind of realize that he is the best running back in Denver and start throwing the ball to him more, I think he can have a good week too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on, the only guy I'm going to mention that you guys haven't already is uh, really just a Minnesota backfield. So Cook or Madison. Um, it's I don't Cook. see any reason why Cook wouldn't be playing. They're, I know there's stuff that's going on, but – Right. As of right now, there's no reason to believe that Cook won't be playing this week. Right. But that's the reason why I want to talk about him real quick, because one of the biggest things when it comes to DraftKings is ownership. Right. I think this is a low ownership week for Dalvin Cook and what is a good matchup for him. So I see him potentially getting a touchdown this week, you know, maybe 75, 80 to 100 yards rushing and a couple catches. Um you know, this is a he needs to, to get your value. You need about 24 points. I could see this being a big week for him. Um, and so trying to just focus and, and get their shit together, but we'll see. Um, so just low ownership, that's why I mentioned him. And if he doesn't play, everybody's going to be all over Madison. One other guy that I do like this week is DeAndre Swift. Um, they're coming off a bye. Yeah, they're playing Pittsburgh, they're on the road at Pittsburgh, but he's only 6,800. Um, and so he's he's not 
overly like prohibitively uh, priced and with the bye week plus a nine point performance against Philly the the last time we saw him another guy that you can grab that's going to have that low ownership number that you're talking about yeah all right we'll dive into uh wide receivers next and i'll, I'll take the first uh stab at this because you guys have had the first stabs at the other spots obviously i already mentioned uh Bonte adams is somebody i like this week going against seattle i think if you're just just looking at pure matchups um and we've mentioned these guys a couple times which might be a reoccurring theme but uh anybody in the chargers lineup wide receiver wise should be good options again minnesota is still kind of depleted on the defensive backside mike evans a guy to highlight this week um because he's pretty much the only real healthy wide receiver in tampa bay coming off their bye week um but if i scroll down a little bit you want to save some money uh and just see if you can get some value out of somebody um uh one guy that that I think could have another decent week uh, is Marquez Callaway for New Orleans um, playing against the 32nd ranked uh, defense. It, the question really just is what are they offensively with just the just different changes that they've had to deal with um, and, and quarterbacks and stuff like that. So that's a question mark there, but somebody that uh, that could be a decent, a decent player to keep your eye on uh, for, on that cheaper Cheaper side of things. Uh, you guys have anybody you like that you want to talk about? John, I'll let you kind of throw some guys out there first. Yeah, I think this is week where I'm trying to go ch- as cheap as I can at running back just because I like a lot of more expensive wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I like the Mike Evans, McLaurin that you guys said. Um, I think Pittman's a good play at 6,300 against Jacksonville. He's just been the guy in Indy, and I think he could have just another high-volume week. Uh, another guy who's a little bit cheaper um, on the cheaper end that I like, not the best matchup, but Judy in Denver, I think. It's a game that people could shy away from. I think he could, um, at 5,300, he could um, provide good returns if you need kind of a lower-end wide receiver to have. Yeah. Good. Anybody you want to add, Bob? Um, Pittman Jr. is is one guy that I've been kind of riding these last few weeks, and I've been right about him the last three weeks. He has four touchdowns the last three games. Um, he he's increased in price only slightly, if you really in the grand scheme of things here. Um, he's only sixty three hundred, and I I think that's too low for him still. Um, if he gets you 18 points, you're, you know, triple that price. And he's gotten that each of the last three weeks and in four of the last five. And so I'm, you know, just that that's almost a chalk play right there. Um, I like Mike Williams a lot this week, as well as you had mentioned any kind of pass catchers for the, for the chargers. Now, one guy that looks attractive but maybe not so much as that Keenan Allen he does have a knee injury and so he popped up on the injury report something to keep an eye on uh, and to John's point liking some of those higher price point guys here's one that'll probably be just because of the matchup a, a lower ownership guy but it's DK Metcalf um, and he's actually been one of the most consistent wide receivers when it comes to just you know that point output um, 
He is actually second most consistent over the course of the season so far. He has been a top 12 wide receiver in uh, four of the eight games that they have played so far. And so, I mean, if I'm going to take a chance there, um, you know, I'm more than likely coming up on the right side of things. He's been at least a top 27 wide receiver in six of eight games. And so um, at that price point and given the matchup, he could be a lower owned guy in that higher price point area that uh, you might be able to cash in on because of that low ownership there. Yeah. And, and uh, one of the guys I didn't get a chance to say, um, but because of the, the question marks at wide receiver in Tampa Bay, Tyler Johnson is 3,300. He's a real cheap option. Um, and you need nine points out of him to give you an example. And the last game he played, he had six targets, five catches, 65 yards. So, you know, it just gives you an example of a player that, uh, that definitely could be worth at least their price um, and, and save you a little bit of money when you're trying to build your team out. Uh, tight ends, anybody jumping off the page? Uh, any, either one of you take it if you got a guy you like. Yeah, I really like, I really like Arnold this week. He has 17 targets over the last two weeks. The only tight end who's playing on the Sunday slate who has more than that is Pitts. I think if he can, you know, throw a touchdown in there at 3,500, he's giving you great production. And a point to make on that too, John, I think a lot of the guys we all like right now are all higher priced players. So Mm -hmm. you have to see value somewhere. And I think that's a good value. Right. Another guy right below him is Conklin, who I was going to mention right away. Last two games, he has at least seven targets, five catches from those games, and uh, 45 and 57 yards the last two weeks. That gives you nine and ten points. Uh, same thing there. He's 3,400, so nine and a half and 10.7. He's getting you what you're looking for out of that lower-priced kind of guy, and it allows you to grab you know, your Mike Evans, DK Metcalf, you know, kind of a stack there. So um, definitely, definitely something that I'm looking at doing if I can. Yeah, the guy I have is is right next to all of them, Pat Fryermuth. A little bit more consistent these last three weeks with him, I would say. Um, you know, and he, and he needs about 12 points to bring you your value. Uh, it's about 3900 bucks. So uh, with what you've seen last couple of weeks with him, it's definitely, a, a I think, a decent play. Uh, Pittsburgh is is kind of like the Vikings. They like to play to the competition of who they're playing. I mean, they almost got beat by Chicago last week, um, so I could see that being a you know a lot closer game than it probably should be. And if it is, that that just bodes better for uh, you know guys like Fryermuth who should get involved a little bit more in those closer games. So that's it for those pieces. Let's talk a little bit about last week's millionaire, and then we'll get out of uh, your way for the day and let you start making your squads for the weekend. Um, so, uh, R Bradley 23, uh, was our millionaire last week and officially the lowest score I've ever seen a millionaire have any guess at what it was lowest score I've ever seen. John, Bobby, you have a guess to 15. I was going to say two twenty. Yeah, two Oh five. Oh, wow. Yeah, real low scoring last week, which is nuts. I, it's just never been as low as 205. Uh, so that's the lowest year to date. Um, the stack that they had was uh, Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, um, with no comeback. So, again, we've talked about it. Stacks are 
absolutely uh, something you want to try to look at, at least if you can make a good team out of it. Um, you definitely want to consider something with a stack. In millionaire alone games, every single week, I believe, except for one, there has been a stack. Um, so keep that in mind as you're building out your teams. They had some good uh, hits. Chubb, he had on his team. He had, Chubb Hollywood Brown had a good week. And then he had uh, James Conner. Once uh, Edmonds went down, that was just an awesome play for anybody that took Connor uh, over Edmonds. But, the, you know, again, he was 205, so he was low scoring. So he had he had guys like Zach Moss that got him four points. Uh, you guys, you know, Waddle had him, I think, 12 or 13. Uh, and then Giusecki, uh only had like nine in the tight end position. So it's not, you know, you can still have a just a decent week out of players and not lose – you know, the chance to win, you know, win some money at a minimum. Um, if nothing else, you might play really, really well. So that gives you an idea of something to expect as you're building out your teams. Any final words, guys, before we take off tonight? No, good luck. I mean, hey, we all – we went one, two, three last week. John took first. Um, we're, we're getting better at this. Um, or you guys are getting worse. I don't know which, <laughs> which one it is. Um, but – Good luck, and uh, we'll see how things shape out again this week. Hopefully, we're hopefully we can celebrate another week of nobody getting anything, and that might actually bode well for those of you that took advantage of us the first couple of weeks. Yes, it might, and I'll say uh, I'll start paying attention to the high scores for each week in our our league and see because uh, John had a a pretty decent week for our league. He had 165 points. Um, I don't know if that's the highest winner yet. I don't think it is. Um, but if you would, I, I don't know if you put any money on the millionaire teams, John, but you would have won about 50 bucks. So um, not a bad squad for last week, to say the least. Oh, we no, had a, I, I, I put that squad on a few uh, 300 player uh, tournaments and took like second and third. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we uh, the third the third time that we did this actually, the madness had a, a score of one eighty three point six in okay. that week, and so um, I think that is actually in in NFL's week four because we one ninety two answer book uh, had that in week five. Which I mean, if you're saying two oh four is making you a million dollars, at least that that week, a lot of times you know in in that like you know, mid two twenties or so, low to one ninety four. That's a huge score. Yeah, yeah. And John, by the way, that one sixty five last week on the millionaire would have won you a hundred dollars. So um, that gives you an idea. So it was a pretty solid, pretty solid team that puts you in the top two thousand out of a hundred some odd thousand people that play in that. So overall, like I said, um, hopefully we give you guys some good advice uh, and uh, you enjoy the show and, and enjoy watching some football this Sunday. That's all I got. I'm out. Good luck, everybody. Bye. See you.